I've been thinking a lot about the propaganda that we've been getting for the past couple of years. As a matter of fact, I would like to, rather than call fake news fake news, I would rather call it propaganda because I, that's exactly what it is. So remember when Donald Trump made the term fake news popular in reference to various media outlets that promote news that is influenced by partisan politics, half-truths, lying through omission, denying the facts, and even straight-up lies? Some recent examples include how the media denied that Trump Tower was being spied on during the 2016 presidential election campaign, the fraudulent Russian collusion scandal, election fraud, the Hunter Biden laptop, financial ties to the Bidens and foreign governments, including China, Russia, and Ukraine, and let's not forget the Hillary Clinton email scandal. The left-leaning media is helping to cover up crimes that in a socialist country would likely end up with a lot of people being convicted of treason. This typically would result in the perpetrators being shot or hung in the public square. Heck, in China, it might even land them in a prison camp awaiting organ harvesting. So-called news outlets are clearly applying political bias to their reporting. Rather than simply doing some real journalism and digging for the truth, the truth should be presented to the American people and allow them to judge for themselves. Commentary and opinion is not the job of, of an actual news person. Sometimes the truth hurts, but regardless, it still needs to be told. A lot of what is being peddled as news has devolved into what is actually what I call propaganda. I came across an article talking about the six principles of propaganda Lenin, not John Lennon, used to consolidate power during the Bolshevik Revolution. In that situation, Lenin took over the media outlets and used them to spread whatever propaganda he wanted to control the masses. According to Peter Kenes in his book entitled The Birth of the Propaganda State, Soviet Methods of Mass Mobilization, 1917 to 1929, he stated, the propaganda was used not so much to win people over with ideas, but by bludgeoning them with coercion, repression, and making examples. The type of propaganda that the Bolsheviks carried out is absolutely central to our understanding of the regime they created. Those methods included and justifies the means, firstest with the mostest, never let a crisis go to waste, demonization, propaganda of example, and here's a good one, blame your predecessor. This is what Democrats are so good at. I believe these six methods closely parallel the propaganda, also known as fake news, that we've been witnessing for the past several years. I also suspect that it has been going on a lot longer than that. It's just that it has become so blatant that we're only just now recently noticing it. I'd like to go through each method and compare it to what we are seeing going on today. Ends justify the means. The broken promises that Lenin's regime started delivered just the opposite. He guaranteed a free, pa a free press, but in his first two days of communist rule, he halted it, ordering opposition newspapers shut down and censorship reinstituted. He called it temporary. Wow, we've heard the word temporary. Seven days to flatten the curve. Wow, yeah, not temporary, but it wasn't temporary. 
Lenin also won power with promises to broaden land ownership, but immediately issued 60 decrees to end private property, including a secret directive to destroy state archives of land, factory, and building title deeds before anyone could protest. To war-weary soldiers, Lenin promised peace, but he immediately impressed them into the new Red Army, holding their families hostage to ensure their loyalty. The Biden administration hasn't shut down any newspapers, but after all, newspapers are on their way out. Today, social media has become a big source of news. In the case of social media, the Biden administration has been actively censoring content for these outlets. Remember the Disinformation Governments Board? The cable news outlets have mostly been taken over by far-left extremists that support anything the Biden crime family does and suppresses opposite opinions. As for the cable news outlets supporting free speech, there have been efforts underway by left-leaning cable and satellite providers to remove them from the lineup. And to some extent, they've been successful at that. Unfortunately, Lenin's efforts to censor free speech started a civil war that led to the justification of numerous atrocities and then to communism. Completely wreck the society, completely tear down everything, ruin everything, and then people think, oh, communism's the answer. Many believe that Biden is trying to push the United States into a civil war in the same way. Just, just take a look at the divisive speech he gave the other day with the red background, Marines standing behind him, and his statement demonizing half the country and calling us MAGA extremists. Not to mention the threat of using F-15s against us. He said that numerous times. Let's also not forget those political prisoners still being held under horrendous conditions in the D.C. gulags. More and more information is coming out about that every day. I've been seeing reports from family members in which they've managed to communicate with these people. These people have been sprayed in the face at point blank range with OC spray and pepper spray. And uh, things like this to somebody that's not very healthy can literally cause them to die. Next, we have firstest with the mostest. Besides implementing a strategy of lies, Lenin also was quick to seize the semantic high ground in the same way his military commander, Leon Trotsky, was swift to seize territory. Like Nathan Bedford Forrest, the firstest with the mostest general in the Confederate Army during the Civil War in America, Lenin swiftly altered and manipulated the meanings of words, intellectually disarming opponents. Does that sound familiar to you guys? As early as 1903 at a party congress, Lenin won a membership issue by a single vote, but from then on called his faction the Bolsheviks, or Majoritarians, and his opponents Mensheviks, or Minoritarians. I didn't, it didn't matter that the Bolsheviks never were a true majority among Russia's revolutionaries. What mattered was the perception of power. Now, I've talked about this before, perception of power. Our governor in New Mexico, over the past couple years, that's what she's had, the perception of power, mandates. Mandates which have no real force of law whatsoever because they're not laws. Yet, as long as people comply anyway because they think they're laws, I don't know how many people have said, oh, well, it's a law. No, it's not a law. 
Lenin repeated the tactic by dubbing Bolsheviks Reds to signal an affinity with the bloody violence of the French Revolution, while their battlefield opponents were saddled with whites to link them with the discredited French Bourbon dynasty. Lenin also took title to the word democracy. Oh, does that sound familiar? Disarming opponents who were then unable to project a coherent message. By controlling words, Lenin controlled perceptions of reality. So like Lenin, Biden and his leftist supporters have been really busy changing the meaning of words. I previously talked about intended meaning of words such as well-regulated, militia, shall not, and infringed as used in the U.S. Constitution. Biden has also redefined the meaning of the word recession. It's now a transition. And like Lenin, he has taken ownership of the word democracy as a brand for the Democrat Party. This is part of a reason I am always annoyed when I hear the Democrat Party referred to as the Democratic Party. I even hear Republicans doing that, and it really, really upsets me because they are actually perpetuating this very thing by basically putting the Democrat, Democratic idea squarely on the Democrat Party in which they own democracy and Republicans don't. Stop calling them the Democratic Party. They're not. They're the Democrat Party. There's a big difference. By the way, I want to remind all of you, we are not a democracy. We are a rep representative republic and always have been. Next, we have never let a good crisis go to waste. Now, you've heard this term on mainstream news. They've been talking about this for years. The Democrats never waste a crisis. As propagandists, however, the Bolsheviks were not especially persuasive. The Russian socialists have contributed nothing to theoretical, theoretical discussion of the techniques of mass persuasion. They never looked for and did not find devilishly clever methods to influence people's minds and to brainwash them. Their newspapers were notoriously gray, mechanically spouting simple, choppy messages, such as, all power to the Soviets, create a new socialist man, and bread, peace, land. What they were expert at was making these gray organs into monopolies. Instead of persuading with words, Lenin simply closed other, new, other papers, leaving only Bolshevik publications. The resultant monopoly intensified the impact of his Bolshevik message, according to historian Robert Service. The latest manufactured crisis that the Dems have fully utilized is the COVID scamdemic. This crisis involved declaring a national emergency, and most state governments followed along. This state of emergency was used to usurp the U.S. Constitution and squelch free speech, close churches, close private businesses, impose mask mandates, forced injections of experimental drugs, and generally scare the crap out of everyone into surrendering their freedom and liberty. All of this was illegal and unconstitutional. This tyranny is going to continue until American people all stand up and say no. Educate yourself. Know what the law is. If you knew what the Constitution said and you understand the difference between a law and a mandate, a lot of this would not have happened at all. I certainly never complied. 
We're seeing the United States turning into a corporate oligarchy. Because what's happening is the federal government is in one way or another controlling the corporations. And the corporations are pushing all the mom and pop businesses out of business and they control everything. So like the Soviets, the propaganda being spouted has nothing to do with the actual science or facts. It's all about repeating the same lies over and over until everybody is brainwashed into thinking it is true. Another thing that comes to mind is how when you try to have an argument with, about any topic with a liberal Democrat, they always refer to mindless standard talking points. They all spout the same crap that doesn't mean anything. They've simply heard what they're supposed to say and they repeat it because they believe it. They've heard it over and over and over again. Now we have demonization. In denouncing opponents, Lenin was obsessive, virulent, and personal, calling them bloodsuckers, insects, spiders, leeches, and vampires. The bourgeois were ex-people. The murder of Tsar Nicholas II and his family was team was termed a humane act. Remember how I talked about last week about how these people that have been brainwashed and indoctrinated, this hatred that they have in their hearts? They hate us. They hate freedom-loving conservatives. They absolutely hate us. If something was to happen to one of us, they would be cheering about it. This is something that kind of brings to mind something I was thinking about that these people have been so turned against us and they are so in the tank for Biden and everything he does, no matter what it is. You wonder how things happen in Nazi Germany the way they were. What would make, what would make German people do those awful things? Well, we're finding out how that exactly works. So those friends you've got that are liberal Democrats and they hate conservative Republicans. My theory is no matter how tyrannical, no matter how awful that this current administration gets and no matter what they do to us, these indoctrinated leftist Democrats are gonna go along with it. It's sad to say. Then there were hoarders, wreckers, saboteurs, and worst of all, kulaks. The prosperous and industrious peasants of whom Lenin spoke only with the most seething hatred as Volkov, I hope I get this word pronounced right, Volkoganov put it. But Lenin rarely made such statements in public. Volkoganov discovered most of these characterizations secretly hidden in Soviet archives. In public, Lenin wanted to be pictured as a jolly apostle of Marxism. Does this sound familiar or what? Do names like ultra mega extremists, deplorables, lizard people, insurrectionists, and unvaccinated sound familiar? Remember how Biden said it was a disease of the unvaccinated. That turned out to be a total lie. 
proof is coming out all over the place right now. And we're going to talk about that in today's show. Is this how a leader is supposed to refer to those he or she is supposed to be representing? I mean, after all, our governor in New Mexico called us lizard people. She said other words about us too. She's a tyrant just like Biden is. These are the words of a divider, not a uniter. This is what you do when your goal is to turn one group against another. It's a Saul Alinsky tactic, also a Sun Tzu tactic, actually. Next, we have propaganda of example. Perhaps the most disturbing means of propaganda against Russia's most illiterate population was the use of example as part of a reign of terror. Public hangings and shootings served as well as any written material to force Russians into submission. These swine have to be dealt with so that everyone will remember it for years, Lenin wrote. Terror wasn't confined to those who defined Lenin. We must execute not only the guilty, execution of the innocent will impress the masses even more, wrote Lenin's Commissar for Justice, according to the historian Brian Crozier in his 1999 The Rise and Fall of the Soviet Empire. To reinforce the Bolsheviks' monopoly of ideas, churches were targeted for destruction because Russian peasants believed what they heard there. Sacred objects were looted and saints' relics tossed into the dirt as priests were shot. Only hollow husk remained as reminders that the old faith was now dead. According to Vol Volkoganov, Lenin ordered the use of poison gas on at least one village before it was totally leveled. The dictatorship means... Take note of this once and for all. Unrestrained power based on force, not law, wrote Lenin. This is going on, but luckily our tyrannical government has not reached the level of unrestrained violence against the American people yet. We are, however, seeing political enemies being harassed by being swatted multiple times having their homes and offices being ransacked by a politicized, weaponized FBI. Some of these political opponents have been arrested and hauled away in shackles based on only accusations. Let's not forget those political prisoners in the DC gulags. I'm gonna keep reminding you of that. We've seen multiple people murdered, monuments destroyed, and buildings burned down by militant leftist organizations such as BLM and Antifa. These people do not get prosecuted. I wonder why. Antifa, by the way, is endorsed by the Biden crime family. Just try going to antifa.com if you don't believe me. More tyrannies on the way. Just wait until those 87,000 armed IRS agents go into action. Can you think about that? 87,000 armed IRS agents. They're coming after all of us. Lastly, we have blame your predecessor, which the Democrats are so good at. They never take responsibility for anything they do. As happened anytime socialism has ever been tried, 
it was a failure. It fails every time. Lenin's much desired civil war cost 13 million lives and his ruinous economic policies triggered the famine of 1921 to 1922. YouTube, um, you can find many, many YouTube uh, videos of Lenin speaking. Might wanna check them out. With the salient feature being his propensity to blame his predecessor, the czar, for the economic havoc. Eventually, he would have to backtrack on communism to hold on to power, but error was never admitted and his new economic plan proved just a breather ahead of even worse horrors to come under Joseph Stalin. Biden does plenty of blaming others for his failed policies. He somehow tries to blame it on Trump. I think the reality is that he doesn't see what he is doing as failed policies. I think his policies are doing exactly what he wants them to do. High gas prices, high prices on everything, food shortages, failing small businesses because they can't find employees, a growing homeless population, the destruction of our way of life, and a growing sense of hopeless, hopelessness. Like Lenin and other oppressive leaders of the past, pushing the idea of socialism as the answer, Biden is a tyrant, and so is MLG. The difference in the world we live in now and the world the way it was during Soviet Russia is that technology has advanced significantly. We now live in a time of rapid communications. You don't have to wait for the latest edition of the morning newspaper to see the latest propaganda. We now have social media and 24-hour cable news. The propaganda is massive and continuous, and most people are staring at their smart smartphones continuously because they just can't get enough. We have an out of control and growing IRS that is tracking your every financial transaction. If the federal government has their way, they will be getting rid of the cash and instituting a digital dollar. Now think about this. At that point, your cash will be worthless and your retirement account will also be confiscated. Think about it. Your, your, your retirement account is based on dollars, okay? If they convert dollars over to a digital currency, which is monitored and controlled by a central government, your retirement account will also be taken as part of that new uh, structure and then they will have control over your retirement account. Kind of like when the government confiscated all the gold. The government will be controlling the news you receive, the money you spend, and with the help of an ever-growing surveillance state and carbon tracking, they will be watching your every single move. Better make sure you stand up for your Second Amendment rights. I was listening on the news just this morning as I was coming in here. Biden's still talking about getting rid of them assault weapons. He considers a nine millimeter, nine millimeter semi-automatic handgun to be an assault weapon. Do you know that? That's the most popular handgun that people use for self-defense in this country. He's basically coming for all the guns. And he'll be coming for yours unless we stop what's going on and unless we stop complying and we start understanding what our rights are. Anyway, 
Hope that uh, comparison of Lenin's propaganda got y'all thinking about this. <laughs>